Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and here this morning to share with you today's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and the glory. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for sustaining us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for all that you have made abundantly available. And more so, thank you for taking us by your own hand in this journey to open up our eyes, to migrate us from the place we have fallen to the place of our strength, to move us from death to life, to move us from darkness to light, and to move us from weakness to strength, to bring us away from the limitations of humanity to the place of strength and all limited surplus in the realm of the divinity. Thank you for calling us who we are and helping us to see and to understand. And this morning we acknowledge that we are who you said we are. We have what you said we have. Your reality is our reality, who you are is who you have made us we give you all the praise and we are totally humbled by this thank you precious father that you perfect god can look at us and take us and make us to be one with you thank you for all that you've done we are excited and we receive and acknowledge all this take all the glory this morning from our heart and everyone who prayed with me this morning will say amen and amen of course we want to continue looking at our declarations our affirmations as far as i'm concerned this is the level of prayer that you and i must engage in that is calling forth who we are don't forget jesus say whoever shall say to this mountain he didn't say, say whoever shall dig out this mountain he says whoever shall say this mountain be down removed and be plugged into the sea and watch this and did not doubt what he said in his heart he shall have whatever he said don't forget the word was created by the power of the spoken word and what are we doing we are being translated from darkness to light, from humanity to divinity. And as I mentioned yesterday, the process we are undergoing is to move us from our Adamic existence to our reality in Christ. Please don't forget, these realities that we are calling forth is already in existence. Don't forget that. So it's not a matter of you and I trying to make stuff up just to sound nice and stuff. No, we are only calling forth, declaring, affirming who we are and what we have in the realm of the spirit. Praise God. If I, if I say I am the light of the world, that is who I am. Now, the challenge has always been that we're never really aware of our realities. And even when we heard, it became too difficult to accept. But thank God for having laid the foundation of the doctrine of the gospel to reconcile us and to help us accept the reality. If I say that I am perfectly righteous, that is so in the reality of the spirit. So what we're calling forth here 
is simply aligning ourselves and our mind with what has been done. And don't forget, that is the process that takes us away from human level to God level, from the flesh to the spirit, from earthly to the heavenly. Praise God. Amen and amen. And this morning, I want to look at one of the most exciting ones that you can have or you can understand and that is this and i believe that this one is the foundation is the core foundation of all this this is the nature of god amen and before i say that let me again remind us of something that we ought to be aware of and something that even as this knowledge comes we have to begin to understand and we must be intentional about this beloved you see when you look around you can understand that we were never taught how the universe works. We didn't understand that there are living laws, as I'll call them now. There are living laws of the universe. They cannot be seen by the eyes, but they are there in existence. Nobody taught us that. We didn't understand how the universe works. We didn't understand even the power of the words that we speak. And so one thing is becoming obvious is that as we are coming alive, being awakened to the reality of our identity and the consciousness we had with the father before the world began now we have to understand also the dynamic laws of the universe the unseen but ever present laws of the universe how this whole thing oppress what makes things work and how they work why is that because we are present here amen and amen okay i just wanted to add that and hopefully by sunday we'll talk more on this particular matter amen now so today i'm looking at this affirmation i am love amen and amen i am love i am love think about that i am love i am love think about that you know why the Bible said, and I'm going to read the scripture shortly, that God is love and my father and I are one. So if my father is love, that means I am love. And you know, the most beautiful thing about this is this, beloved. If I am love, then I cannot be hate. Think about that. Let me say that one more time. And may this sink deep into your heart. If I am love, then it's not possible for me to be hate. Number two, if I am love, then I cannot be selfish. Because selfishness is the opposite manifestation of love. If I am love, I cannot be selfish. God is love. So I I'm love. Let me say it one more time. God is love and I am love and you are love. Praise God. Amen. If I am love, that means I am the commanding presence of God in every situation. Amen. Think about this, beloved. We are the manifestation or the tangible expression of God's love. We are the one who understands God's love and we are the one that god lives in 
and think about it he loved me and he loved you even before he laid the foundation of the universe that means when it comes to us together the whole thing is all about love i am a fabric i am the intention of love praise god and the bible says that nothing shall be ever ever able or cap able to separate me from his love so it doesn't matter whichever way you look at it i am the love of god i was made i was imagined thought about in love brought forth in love demonstrated love even when we were lost it was his love that drove him to redeem us to bring us back to where he always wanted us to be praise god if i am love that means the energy force that i did all the time is love beloved don't forget the only commandment that the disciples were given by christ is love love one another and he said to them the word we know that you are my disciples why he said because of how much you will love one another because when they see how much you love one another that kind of love can only be made manifest and only seen in my disciples that means people that i have trained in love praise god now let me make this statement before i go ahead to consider the scripture for today except if one is intending to do evil let me repeat except if one is intended to bring forth evil there is nothing good that we desire to do that is outside the reach of love let me say that except if one is intending evil and evil is not part of me it's not part of you evil is not part of our father so how can it be part of us so but except if evil is intended there is nothing good that we desire to accomplish that is outside the reach of love that means if love is my driving energy if love is me in motion is god in motion don't don't forget love is god in motion love is me in motion if i am love that means all i can bring out of me the commanding presence of that i have in everything and at all times is love praise god this is so beautiful and these are the things that we can confidently assert confidently declare because it is our reality we are not begging god to love us before we had physical mouth to beg he has already his love has already been sealed for us before we understood that we needed love he has loved us beyond love praise god he thought about us he imagined us he designed us and he brought us forth in love when we were lost he redeemed us in love praise god god is love and my father and i are one if he's love that means i am also love so when i say to myself i am love i'm going back and forth this to lay the foundation again as we have done throughout these teachings so that i'm not just saying something because you heard me say it but because you are saying it because your eyes are opened or have opened to see the truth praise god amen and amen first john chapter number four verses seven to ten again the book of first john chapter number four verses seven to ten reads tpt those who are loved by god watch this those who are loved by god 
I'm sure you know who this is. It says, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Please, beloved, pay close attention and let's get a clear understanding. Watch what it says. Those who are loved by God. Next, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Did you notice something here? Not my love. Not my own generated love. Those who are loved by God. Now, let that his love continually pour out from you. Again, those who are loved by God, let God's love, not my love, not your love, not I'm trying to love God, not I love God. Mm -mm. The love here, the source of the love here is God. The natural man is bankrupt. He has no love. Even when he loves, he loves for his own sake. Even when he claims to love. I mention this in church to our people all the time. Like I joke with the sisters. I said, remember, if a guy comes to you, close his eyes and saying, I love you. What he's saying is that I want to take you for myself. Why is that? Because first of all, he has looked at you and he knows that there is something you have that he needs and then he comes and starts singing all these love songs so man in his fallen state cannot love he's not capable to love he's driven by selfishness so what he calls love is actually for his own good and for his own sake so that love does not even apply here at all at all and beloved this is why we have to continue to affirm when i say i am love this love is this is me confirming that I am in the love of God. I am the love of God. Praise God. Now watch this. Those who are loved by God, let that love of God continually pour from you to one another. Now it says, because God is love. So God is the beginning of the love. God is the middle of the love. God, God is the end of the love. It's God's love. It's not my own love. Don't forget, it's only God's love that is pure. That means uh, this love can love for the sake of the person being loved. God didn't need us to love him for him to be God. God didn't need us to do anything for him to be God. He is the self-sufficient existing one. There's nothing we can contribute or remove from him. So this love is for my sake, is for your own sake. So that is love in its pure form, in the purity of it. Praise God. Of course, this is easy for anybody to understand. Human love is love until an offense comes. Human love is love until we can no longer get what we think we ought to get from people. But God's love is eternal. It does not change. And it is that love. When I confess that I am love, I am saying I am God. For God is love. Praise God. And then the scriptures continue to say, Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. Watch this. Everyone who loves is fathered by God. Why is that? Because God is the father of love. God is love. So if I love like God loves, that love comes from my father. Don't forget my father and I, we are one. Praise God. Verse number eight says, the one who doesn't love has yet to know God. Again, for God is love. Watch the statement very carefully. The one who does not love or who doesn't love has yet 
to know God. So to know love is to know God and to know God is to know love. One more time. To know God is to know love and to know love is to know God. That's what the Bible is saying here. If I don't live in the reality of love, that means I am yet to know God. Have you noticed that the African man is so much interested about power? They are so much interested in the power of God, in the might of God, that they seldom talk about the love of the Father. Think about that. Pause and think about that. When the African man talks about God, he talks about the power of God, how powerful, how mighty God is. But don't forget, God did not win us over by power or might. He won us over by his love. Don't forget, it was his love that moved him to bring us forth. When we were lost, it was still the same love that redeemed us. But look up here and see the African man, the African preacher, hardly talks about the love of God. But the Bible didn't say God is power. Does God have power? Of course. Is God power? Yes. Does all power come from God? Yes. But this is so important that the scripture says here, God is love. The definition of God is love. So why don't we talk about the love of God? And you can see that is why the love of God is completely absent in our hearts and in the hearts of many believers. If we teach believers over and over that God is love, God is love, the only way you can know God is to practice love, then we'll move them to another realm. Praise God. Don't forget, God is the source of this love. That's why he says, the one who doesn't love, if I don't love, it doesn't matter what I do, that means I don't know God. For God is love. Watch this. Verse number 9 says, the light of God's love shined within us when when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him. In other words, the demonstration of God's love is the sending of his son that we may live through him. Watch this. No longer to live of ourselves, by ourselves, through ourselves. No but that we might live through him. Don't forget. So when I say I am love, I am living through Christ. Praise God. That is the manifestation of God to me. Verse number 10 and the final one I will read this morning. This is love. The Bible said he loved us long before we loved him. Again, this is love. This is how this love is known. This is how this love is manifested. This is how this love is proven. This is love. What is that? He loved us long before we loved him. Again, when you start to see these things, then you will cringe when men talk about their love for God. We don't have no love for God. We didn't even love ourselves, not to talk about loving God. We have no love for God. And that's what religion prides on. You talk about and boast about how much you love God, how much you love Jesus. Please, Back, put a break first. You don't have a love that is capable to love God. No, the Bible says the source of love. Don't forget what verse 7 says. Those who are loved by God, let God's love continue to pour out. This love pours out to us, through us, and to people, and of course, towards God. Praise God. Amen. So let's look at that again. This is love that he loved us long before we loved him. Watch this. It was his love, not ours again 
it was his love. It has always been his love, not my love. This is why it is hard for you to hear me boast about how much I love God. All those songs that talks about how much I love God, I really don't sing them. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong or it's bad. Again, we no longer judge things based on the reality of bad or good, evil and bad. No, we look at what has life. And this is about revelation that when we grow in the reality of revelation, things become a little more real. I cannot boast about my love. In fact, the truth about it is that when it comes to love, the natural man is completely bankrupt, completely, absolutely bankrupt. We have no love that we can boast about. But I can confidently 100% boast in his own love for me and call myself love. Say that I am love. I am his love. I am the love of God. If it makes more sense for you in that way to declare, I am the love of God. I am love. The Bible says this is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love not ours. And then to make sure there's no mistaking about this, the last line says, he proved, proved, not that he's going to prove, but he proved this love. How did he prove this love? The Bible says, by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. Don't forget, to take away our sins. Again, to take away our sins. So beloved, I have laid this foundation this morning by the Spirit of God that you are convinced and know beyond every reasonable doubt who we are. We are no longer deficient of love for we have become one with our Father. What we are trying to do is to retrain our mind so that it focuses on the reality of who we are. Don't forget, we are going from humanity to divinity. Human Humanity is selfish. Divinity is love. Don't forget. So as we migrate, we are migrating from the level of man, from the level of man's selfishness to the reality of God's love. Again, it begins as we see and we begin to call forth over and over. Beloved, if there's something that you need to be reminded of, if you listen carefully in all that we have said, this is not trying to modify your behaviors by telling you what to do. Mm -mm. Your behavior is being modified by opening up your heart and let a change occur on the inside. As you call yourself love over and over and over again, it will certainly become your reality. And when is the driving force within you, your character will change. The way you do things will definitely change. Praise God. I will stop here and come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Of course, don't forget to keep me in your prayers and keep the word in your prayers that it will continue to have its place in the heart of men. Please enjoy yourself. But while you are doing that, don't forget that this morning you have been served. It is now your own time and turn to go ahead with the fullness of God's love in your heart to lovingly pour out this message of love to as many as you can. Shalom.